You are Locked On Steelers, your daily Pittsburgh Steelers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, bringing you your daily dose of all things on the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's Wednesday, March 31st. And as always on Wednesdays, we've got Dean and Josh in. We're going to be talking about a few things. One, the Steelers have signed a new running back. It's not that big a deal, but in some ways, it's kind of a warning shot. I'll explain what that is, and we'll get the guys' thoughts on the running backs the Steelers have on the roster and their plans for the future. And also... With the pro day of Justin Fields and Mac Jones and all the other quarterbacks that are out there, we discuss about the plans of the Steelers getting the heir to Ben Roethlisberger sooner rather than later. All that right here on today's show. Remember, you can subscribe to the Locked On Steelers podcast anytime on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio.com, or anywhere podcasts are hosted. Leave us a five-star review with a positive comment, and you get a shout-out at the end of the show. Let's get into it. So as always on Wednesdays, we've grown accustomed to our buddies, our guys, and you know it's D nine Pietro. It's well, Josh no, 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 no. That is not my name. What's up? My name is Pennywise the Dancing Clown. Oh God, you're still offended. I would like to be excluded <laughs> from this narrative. You, Josh, I've decided after a long debate, and I was going to go John Wayne Gacy, but I decided not to. I would like to be excluded from this narrative. I think Doink the Clown from WWE. I think that perfectly suits you. So just to, to paint <laughs> what's going on, like dumb. Dean and Josh were called clowns last week in the Locked On Steelers Facebook group. And, and Dean's taking it personally, but he's not really. He's I love it. He he's been thinking about hate. this all week, clearly. He's, he's been waiting for this moment. So to whoever, whoever, whoever <laughs> called them clowns, just... Uh, and I, and I, I said on that post, I was just like, relax. This is, this is not a big deal. But anyways, <laughs> thanks so much, guys, for being on the show. So Anytime. Uh, a few things that we got to update on. The Steelers did sign Kalen Balaj at running back. Uh, Hallelujah. Yeah. So Dean gets to say, <laughs> I was right that they signed yeah. a, a oh, guy. No, no. <laughs> Man. Oh, this is just. <laughs> I mean, come on. It wasn't this guy, guys. Come on. That's not, not what like I was this. looking for. Dean's like, not, not like, like this. this. Not like this. So this totally, is not this what means, I meant. This totally means they're not drafting a running back in the first oh, round, yeah, right? Sure. right? Yeah. He needs Najee Harris when you have Kalen Balaj. Yeah. That's right. So that's what I wanted to lead off with, though, is because this signing says a few different things to me. And it's funny. I don't think Kalen Balaj means a whole lot on the field. I mean, you look at his numbers – very pedestrian. He's been with three teams mm-hmm. in the past three years. Um, you know, he had to work his way up from practice squad. He's a fourth round pick from 2018, whatever. I mean, but the, the one thing you can say is he's big. He's six foot two, 231. He had a decent 40 time of 4.46 in the combine three years ago. So like he's big with straight line speed, but he hasn't put it all together as a runner. He's not really a receiver. So, I mean, the thing is, is that this to me does say to, to the rest of the Steelers running backs, because as we know, James Connor's a free agent. Jalen Samuels is there, uh, Anthony McFarlane's there, and Benny Snell's, Snell's there. So now this gives them four guys on the roster who you could say, okay, you're battling out in training camp, but we all know they're just battling for the second and third and maybe four spots uh, because the, St- the Steelers absolutely are going to add a primary back in this draft. They absolutely have to. And I know, I've all kidding aside, I mean, I was a proponent of signing a free agent running back 
um, of some sub- substance, guys, not Kalen Balazs. Um, man. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, the it, it reminds me, though, of, and, and I don't remember the exact quote right now because I'm old, And but was it Tomlin that said, uh, if you can't get third and one or fourth and one, something about that, right? Yeah. And they would have trouble with that. Well, may, is this a guy who can do that for them? Or who's going to compete and push uh, Benny Snell to be that guy in training camp? And so they're looking for someone who's going to get you that one yard when you need that one yard. Maybe this is that guy in that role, but absolutely not. He is not the running back. Now James Conner is not for sure. We'll see who they get at 24, I guess, huh? I mean, I mean, as, as, as much crap as we gave you for, for <laughs> wanting Aaron Jones and wanting like a big name free agent running back, it is nice at least that the Steelers went out and signed someone just to be like to the guys in, in the running back room at the moment. Mm-hmm. Y'all, as Chris said before the podcast, <laughs> y'all are on notice. We, are, we understand exactly mm-hmm. how last season went and why you guys were possibly our biggest weak, weakness on offense. And now we're bringing in some new blood. And if you guys can't cut it, you're getting cut. And again, it's, it's, I, it, this is more interesting in terms of, to me, how it affects James Conner than how it affects the draft. Because in the draft, they should still go for a stud running back. I think we all agree on that. And it's more to me, like, does this mean that they now have insurance enough to let Conner walk? Does it mean that they no longer have any interest in Jalen Samuels? If he's built almost the same way as Benny Snell, is this their way of pushing Benny to really become something, something consistent, I should say, because Benny has moments last season, but it was really just consistency was his biggest issue. So yeah, no, I love the idea of getting a, a new voice, a new, just a new body in, in, in the running back room to push everyone. I don't expect Kalen Bullage to be a huge factor this season, but hey, who knows? Weirder things have happened. Willie Parker was undrafted. So I don't expect knows? him to be on the uh, on any of our fantasy football teams when <laughs> we have our locked on host league this year. So um, get me in yeah. on that. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some maybe Dean. You can run it because I'll run it. Okay, I'll run. Like, it. I, I just don't have the time to because like people wanted it last year. I'm like, is someone gonna run it? Because <clears> I don't got the time. Uh, I'll run it. No, all right, we, we, we will certainly do that. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back. We're not nearly done talking about this running back situation. So hang with us. We'll be right back. You need a snack that's going to both help you get through the rest of your day, but also be good for you. That's where Built Bar comes in. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They have 18 amazing flavors, including six of their newest ones, being caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. There's so much to enjoy. And also, don't forget, they help you lose and maintain weight. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for anyone that's currently on a keto diet. Right now, Built Bar has a special promo code for you to get a great deal on their website. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's LOCKEDON15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you'll get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Back. 
back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. I'm your host, Chris Carter, here with Dean I.M. Pietro of WPXI Channel 11 and Josh Axrod of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. We're talking about the Steelers. You know, we talked about the running back situation and how Caleb Balazs doesn't mean much to the thing. But, you know, this – Josh, you brought up something that's very interesting because a lot of people try to say – they try, to, they try to say because there's there are occasionally undrafted running backs who do very well, like Willie Parker, like James Robinson for the Jaguars last year. They, you don't need to draft a running back very high. But, yes, you can find guys in the later rounds just like you can find uh, any any position in, in the later rounds. But you are less likely to find those guys there than you are to find those guys when you pick earlier. And that's the issue when you look at this situation is that, Hey, the Steelers tried to hit at running back in the later rounds for four straight years. James Connor was a third round comp pick in 2017. Jalen Samuels was a fifth round pick in 2018. Betty Snell was a, was a fourth round pick in 2019. And McFarlane was a fifth round pick in 2020. That's four straight attempts to say, Hey, here is not a mega investment at running back. And the hope that one of you guys turns into a star. They tried that. You, you you got a decent back in Connor. The rest, eh, you're still, you know, you're still holding out hope that maybe one of them can be a decent backup, but you haven't gotten anything from, from them. So now it's like, all right, well, we've taken our shots. And it doesn't mean they're bad at drafting running back. It just means, hey, when you get to that part of the draft, it's harder to hit in those spots. So now you got to take an investment and go get one of the top guys, which is why I've been saying for quite some time, first round, second round, got to be one of those top backs that you know on tape they're going to deliver, and that's why I've been saying Najee Harris, Travis Etienne, Javante Williams, and whatever order you want them to be in. I mean, I'd even throw Trey Sermon's name in there. I mean, there's there, there's some really good top end running back talent this year, and it, I mean, it really depends on the needs of the teams before them, obviously, to see, to see who's going to be left by the time they get to twenty four. But like, I've been saying for weeks that again, because again, this might be Big Ben's last season there should be something resembling all in happening in terms of how the Steelers are building and taking a top tier running back is definitely speaks to all in to me. That will be a sign that the Steelers are looking at this season as more than just a, a, a rebuilding season. Almost that would make me feel a lot better. And I just want to see, I just want to see them invest in that position more than they have in the past and, and nothing against our current guys. They all work hard it's it's not that it's not that our current running back room is lacking in terms of like heart, but they might be lacking in terms of talent. So I want more talent. Absolutely. And the Steelers have essentially all but laid their hand on, on the table now that they've signed an offensive tackle. You know, now that they've, you know, essentially brought another lower tier running back in the room than they filled a they brought up back all a little You know, it's like what screams running back, running back. And yet I could see a scenario where the first round pick is a linebacker because it's just what they do. But again, it's because they keep options open. They always want to pick the best player that they, that they, that they rank on their board at that time. Uh, right. Because, because it, again, when, if you do, if you do that, if you skip out 
on a top tier player like, like Cam Hayward. Cam Hayward was not supposed to be at the 31st overall pick in the 2011 NFL draft. But when he fell there, they said, hmm, we could take a running back. We could take this other position. These are these are positions in need, but that guy's special. And now we're here 10 years later, and everybody in Pittsburgh love him some Cam Hayward. We, and that's that's what, uh, that's what I see going on is if there's a linebacker that they think is truly a game changer, a person who can be the face of your team for the next five, eight, 10 years, then – is that is that someone that you can pass up on for a running back? And now, if you see the running back as a guy who's going to do that for you at that position, fine. But if we also know that running backs, most running backs don't aren't that kind of talent for that long. They'll, they'll be that for four years, five years, maybe six years. But by year seven, eight, you know, unless they're the elite of the elite, they are they they are usually fall, falling off. They're not as explosive. But I still think. That doesn't that shouldn't rule out the importance of getting a running back in that spot because again, you can have a running back take a lot of pressure off of a quarterback, and that's what needs to happen this year for Ben, and that's what needs to happen next year, presumably when Ben's gone, and it's either a rookie or a new guy in a system who you didn't have to pay a whole lot of money for. Le'Veon Bell's still out there, right? So you're you're joining Tony <laughs> Serino. You're joining Tony Serino. Tony, I'm telling Tony you he's won you over. He didn't win me Dean over. and Tony. Dean and Tony want Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Bell back. Break it. No. Le'Veon Bell is washed up. Okay, no. there you go. That, that's the Dean I know. No. I was wondering man. where the heck you were. <laughs> Who was this man? But um, but but back to this 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 offensive identity and what 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 they are. You know, I get that. You know, I get that there's people that still want to believe in this, but it, it happening. I, I I also feel like James Conner, he's going to want a fresh start somewhere, um, and he wants he also probably wants to get paid something above the vet minimum, which is pretty much what they probably offered Caleb Balaj. We don't have the official numbers on his contract yet, but I guarantee you, it was not anything that's going to cost them real money against the salary cap. But for James Conner, it's again when you finish in last place, and the, and Art Rooney said this. We finished the last plate. That is unacceptable. Changes are coming. And to me, a hiring like this, it doesn't say, uh, hey, this is the new face. Of it, but it does say all you people like Josh, like Josh said that I was talking. This is your notice. If you don't, if you show up out of shape or not at your best game and this dude outperforms you, we will have no problem giving you the boot. And that's also with knowing that there's going to be a top tier talent coming into the room. So there's two dudes that will be bumping y'all out. And it might be the, the end of both Jalen Samuels and another player, maybe McFarlane, maybe Snell, but one, but one of y'all got to show up and prove to us that you need to be on the roster. And to me, that's part of the statement. Now, again, we don't have all the answers in front of us right now. And that's what people are like, oh, what's the answer? What's the answer? We don't know yet. There's a lot of pieces to the puzzle, but this is just a small one that says like, hey, that's a that that's a warning for what's coming very soon. Josh has been pushing me every week since you added him to this show. I was I mean, on notice. You're, I mean, you're you're welcome. <laughs> he, he he got he got younger as, as <laughs> you know, he got younger. Chris Chris tr- is trying to trade you in for a younger model, clearly. <laughs> clearly, as the Steelers clearly. are trying to do with Jalen Samuels and Najee Harris. But the, that's okay. Dean, that just Dean how at the goes. weight room, he's like, Josh, ain't taking my oh, spot on the Wednesdays. Not nope. here today. <laughs> not, not today. today. <laughs> no, no, no. I hope you all no, can no, see no, my no. not today tattoo, which is great for podcasting. It's that's, beautiful. That's, that's hilarious. <laughs> Thank um, you. But uh, I, I wanted to get a sense from both of you guys before we go to our next break. Just what, you know, 
I guess we, we should really look at this is what is what, what, what where do you feel about the guys who have been the Steelers running backs the last few years? Because James Conner was a fan favorite as you know, I, I mean, he's a hero. He, you know, he, he beat cancer, got back to his co- collegiate play, got into the NFL. He's from Pennsylvania. You know, all, you know, a lot of people loved him, but you know, on the field, you realize he's, he's, he's a very, he's a slightly above average running back slightly. And, that's where I think that as a football player, you have to evaluate them. And that's the business. That's, that's the reality that, you know, Cameron Sutton said this about when they lost Steven Nelson. It's like, Hey, that's my guy, but it's a business. I needed to take that money. Um, and uh, you know, it's that, I think it's the same thing about James Conner and it's the same thing about Benny Snell and those other guys. And to me, those other guys haven't earned the endearing uh, thing that, that James Connors won in his past, you know, five years of being a celebrity in Pittsburgh. They have not. No. <laughs> Benny Snell football has not done it. <laughs> um, McFarland, you know, we didn't see nearly enough. And I mean, part of that's with an offense too, that didn't also give them much of a chance at times either throwing 60 times a game. So we don't know for sure. We also didn't see them in training camp. We didn't see how they performed. There was no preseason. So there were a lot of elements missing for what, how we can evaluate. Cause you know, there's always a darling that emerges in the preseason. That's on, you know, that, that, that gets a lot of preseason time. that does great. And hell that's how Willie Parker ended up making the team. Yeah. So there's always that guy and they haven't had the chance to be really that guy for us and um i'm i'm just but i'm just not i don't look at any of them and go wow that's our starter he ain't here yet so as a university of maryland alum i i refuse to say anything bad about anthony mcfarland just uh (laughs) just 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 wanted to get that bias out there off the top also i don't think there's nearly enough tape on him to evaluate him anyway and i mean the steelers should at least give him another year or two to evaluate josh i think that they that they're giving him this training camp to do so it's like look buddy if you're outworked by one of these guys that's the alarm and and what's crazy again matt canada is his was his coach in maryland so like he has someone on his side a a little bit there Uh, i don't think matt canada and him ever overlapped matt canada matt canada i i I, I could be wrong uh anyway no that's fair that's fair i mean as much as yeah i'm i'm a i'm a clown but uh yeah, no. If oh, I, I can see a world, I can see a world where where he gets outworked by by a Najee Harris or even a Kalen Balaj. I I don't know anything about him as a person. I and, and when I say when I say him, I'm talking about Samuels, him, and Snow. I can see a world where those guys get outworked. Um, I I don't know. My, my main memories of James Conner at the moment are of are of him taking short passes and breaking tackles and scoring touchdowns that J- that Mason Rudolph threw to him two seasons ago. And yeah. I mean, it, it, it's it's that above average running back thing where he's good, but you know he's not gonna he's not gonna do that extra special thing that certain uh, running backs like a Dalvin Cook or someone like that can do. Yeah, he doesn't have that intangible. That's a number one guy. Yeah, running back. And I mean, Benny, to him. And I mean, like Benny Snell has super dope mouth protectors, but he needs to be a better running back. Uh, Jalen Samuels, as far as I'm concerned, is, no. is, a, is a receiver. Anyway, he should, he really he's a receiver disguised as a running back, um, and yeah, give me Najee Harris, give me Javante Williams, give me Trey Sermon, just just give them to me now. That's you guys I'm won me over with it. Take a running back number one. Every mock draft I do, I'm taking a running back. I win. Dang. <laughs> 
crazy. But you know where you don't win, Josh, is where you told me you're a you're supposed to be a Maryland guy. Matt Canada absolutely overlapped with Anthony McFarland. In fact, when Matt Canada was the offensive coordinator and eventually the head coach in 2018, that was Anthony McFarland's best year when he took 131 rushes for 1,034 yards and four touchdowns. So at 1,100 yards from scrimmage, are you kidding me? You go, you, how you going to try and talk to me like I don't know what I'm talking about, Josh? You, you, you walk to the beach. I, I'm not even get, get, go, get out of here with that nonsense. I'm gonna be honest. It, it's very easy to check out a Maryland football pretty quickly <laughs> every Chris, season. So, hey Chris, and we've had like 12 coaches in the last 10 years. So, what do you want? You, uh, you regretting bringing in uh, Balage here to test me? Yeah, Is yeah. I, I don't know what I was thinking, Benny Snell. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking, Benny. Oh gosh. Anyways, we gotta take one more quick break. When we come back. There were there's been more pro days that they get talked about, and there's some quarterback pros, and it's causing all this debate. I want to talk about the future of quarterback position. You'll get a 50% bonus to your first deposit simply by entering the promo code Locked On. That's L O C K E D O N, Locked On. All capital letters and all one word. And that will get you your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Right now, sure, the NFL is done, but you can put money down on where certain free agents might be going in the NFL. You can also bet on college basketball, the NBA, and the NHL. All different ways to get off the sidelines and get in on the action. BetOnline.ag. Remember, use that promo code Locked On, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Locked On, all capital letters, all one words, to get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host Chris Carter here with D9 and Pietro of Channel 11 and Josh Axelrod of the Post Gazette. Now, just yesterday, Alabama and Ohio State had their pro days. Mac Jones was there. Justin Fields did his thing. He ran like a he ran a really good forty time. I think was, some people said four four one, four four three, four four four. Either way, very great time for for a quarterback. Um, and then he had a really big throw um, on his. Uh, on that that was filmed at his pro day where he launched like 50 yards and it was on the money and it was on the run and people were like ooh ah and then of course people were saying like ooh compare this to Zach Wilson when he did it for BYU ooh ah and and so now we're doing the thing where everyone's talking about Steelers fans like we we should go after Justin Fields like okay first of all let me stop Mm y'all Justin Fields just like Zach Wilson just like Trevor Lawrence is going in the top five they're going to be gone if they're not Trey Lance's eventually they're going they're going to be gone I will say I will say that much they they are those guys are going to those those guys are going to go so forget about that but I just people Steelers fans don't rush unnecessarily into the quarterback situation and I talked about this a little bit with Tony yesterday because people are now talking about trading a second round pick to get Sam Darnold, why? That hurts my soul. What's left of it? Why do you want... Steeler Nation. <laughs> I hate to pull the old guy card, but it's all no, I got. No, oh. no, you don't. You don't hate me. You love it. Yeah, don't, don't pretend like you hate it. Just, Just embrace yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, Benny, embrace it. Dang, this okay. This is like a beatdown. Um, <laughs> smack you both with my canes. 
Go to YouTube. Watch any Steelers highlight film from the 80s, okay? Watch Mark Malone, who was a uh, first-round draft pick in 1980. Watch David Woodley. Watch Steve Bono. Watch these guys that at the time people, oh, yeah, they brought in David Woodley. Woodley led Miami to a Super Bowl. That's going to be, yeah, it was tough. Anything short of a, right now, right at this moment, of acquiring a franchise quarterback is senseless. First of all, you have signed Mason Rudolph out of town if you do. You bring Darnold in, Rudolph's done. That's the message that's sent. Yeah, I'd agree. And Darnold's not it. Darnold's a stopgap. Yeah. Do you want a stopgap? Do you want to bring in a stopgap? No, you want the next elite quarterback talent. You're not getting it this year. Ben's the quarterback. End of story. They have to address it the next year. There's going to be a lot of cap space out there next year. Yeah. Maybe there'll be a free agent that's, you know, they won't ever acquire like a top level elite quarterback in free agency. That's not their way. But maybe you trade up for one in a draft. There's ways to do it to get that franchise guy, but bringing in someone like Sam Darnold or bringing in any other retread quarterback is not the way to do it. Stop that madness now. Oh boy. I guess I'm off my lawn. I guess I'm gonna (laughs) prove that I that I really am the the Kalen to your Benny because I kind of like the Darnold idea. I have to make you both groan at least once a week. And it, it, I promise it comes from a genuine place. But uh, uh, I kind of like it. What can I say? I mean, what I think, do you like about it? What's to like <laughs> about this guy? I don't mind the idea of a stopgap next year. You like a stopgap that's going to throw as nearly as many interceptions as he does touchdowns? Mason Rudolph's going to do what the you same like? thing. I'm not saying Mason's the guy. He's got a higher ceiling than Mason. Yeah, but here's, he's, here's, he's, here's the Sam difference. Darnold is all untapped potential. But see, and I, I, I'd like to see, I'd like to see what Tomlin can do with him. Here's the difference. Now, oh if God. if Sam Darnold gets cut and is laying there, and you can sign him to a friendly contract, sure, fine. No, we're talking about trading. We're talking about tra- if if you got to give up a pick to take on a twenty five million dollar cap hit for a dude that you're hoping can be good. That's no. that's the stretch there. And and, and again. It would be different. It's different. Like Dwayne Haskins. They picked him up for nothing. Right. Right. I, See if he's got anything. I, I still don't understand why they did that. Because you're yeah. kicking the Because tires. it cost them nothing. Because it cost, cost them, them nothing. nothing. There was no draft pick lost. There was no money lost. He's he signed like a minimum contract. So there he's not hurting the salary cap. He comes to training camp. If he stinks, you get rid of him. He doesn't you didn't you didn't lose anything. But if you trade away a second round pick, that's that pick that we're talking about right now. That if they want to get a linebacker and a running back or a lineman and a running back or you know a combination of players, you give away that pick, you 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 are hurting yourself and you're hurting your draft capital for a guy that you're still not sure if he's gonna work and is going to tank your salary cap next season with his options. So there's there's so much that goes into that. That I, I, and listen, Sam Darnold. If again, if next year comes around, or if they cut, if the Jets cut him and he's sitting there, and you can sign him for five million dollars, 
different story. But that's not what I'm, I, I think you have. I think one, if Sam Donald hits the market, someone's going to sign him for a $10 million contract. And that's, he ain't, he ain't worth that trying to rebuild. Yeah, what, who, Jacksonville or some other place that sucks? I mean, th- this isn't the guy that we want to bring in here. Right. He's not going to be the answer ever at quarterback for the Steelers, ever. And that's why I'm saying they need to be patient. I'm going to be talking about that a lot more tomorrow. Guys, we got to wrap it up here because I'm running out of time. But thanks so much, as always, for being on the show. Dean, people, let people know where they can find you and follow you and get more of your work. Follow me at Dean 16 on Twitter. Hit me up in the Lockdown group on Facebook. Send me friend requests there as well. And I will talk back with you. Josh, same for you. You can follow me on Twitter at jxl222. I'm trying to get more active in the Locked On Facebook group as well. And I'm having lots of fun uh, talking to all you guys. And you can find my work at uh, thepostgazette.com and mostly the feature section. And you can also catch me in the goodness section every Sunday. Absolutely. You guys know you can find me, Chris Carter, on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. Follow me and you get all that greatness. Also, do check me out on DKPittsburghSports.com where I cover pit football, pit basketball, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Been writing a lot on the Steelers this week. Also, I have a mock draft up today, baby. So check that out. Um, but we will uh, we'll be check we'll be doing that. Also, if you're enjoying the Locked on Steelers podcast where I host here, please, please leave a five-star view with a positive comment. Doing so at both at the same time, both helps us out and gets you a shout out at the end of the show we gave out one yesterday from a kentucky fan thank you so much be back in the years tomorrow when i'm going over my mock draft and a few other things i think are important